Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. All right, what's going on? Welcome back to the Business Shift podcast. Today, I'm doing another solo episode, and I wanted to dive into a topic uh, that I mentioned briefly last time in the last solo, uh, solo episode, which kind of ties to that last solo episode about setting expectations. So then you can sleep at night um, and not worrying about, oh, I'm actually giving the value that my clients bought. So if you want to hear more about that, you can definitely go and check that out in the last solo episode. But I wanted to talk about today how to over deliver in the right way. Now, what I mean by this is I have been taught and have heard a lot of different places, this idea of as a business owner, you want to over deliver, right? You want to take the expectations that people have about yourself, about your business and about your product and give them more reason for that is because that's going to create clients that are happier. They're going to love you for it. They're going to become raving fans and they're going to want to stay working with your business or continuing to purchase your product or whatever it is for you. And they're going to remain loyal because you're giving them something that was never promised. Now that is the key there is I have found working um, as a customer success manager for different businesses. I work in multiple um, businesses that do over a million dollars a year. And what I have found is that the biggest things that get these business owners stuck is them promising over delivering, but then actually under delivering. And it is the worst thing that you could absolutely do with your clients is going, okay, we're going to give you this and this and this and this just to get the sale and then not delivering on half of what you promised them. And I find that this kind of trend happens over and over again. And it's really frustrating working in fulfillment, having the sales team go, well, yeah, we promised all these things. And me looking at it going, we don't offer any of that. Like, where did that come from? And so there's a gap between the sales and the fulfillment. And so if you have that gap in your business, right? Where you're looking at it going, I'm making all of these promises and it's not actually being fulfilled. What's going to happen is you create really upset customers. <laughs> and I can speak from experience dealing on the side of having to respond to and help these upset customers going, okay, as the fulfillment person, I know what we do. We do this, 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 and this, and this. And so I'm going to help them get those things. And then them coming to me and going, well, I was promised this and I was promised this. And looking back at the sales teams going, well, wait, we don't offer that. And they go, well, we had to make the sale. And that's the only way that they were going to buy. So I, I love the fact of like, you know, grinding to to make your program better, right? And looking to add certain things to make your program better. But there is uh, there is something to be said about well, when you have expectations and you say you're going to meet those expectations, but there is no systems or anything built to actually support those expectations being met, that's when you shouldn't raise the bar. <laughs> okay. So I have found that this really does kill client 
uh, lifetime value of the client because they no longer want to, they no longer want to invest with you because you didn't give them what they said. And what's the most important thing when coming to business and building uh, relationships with your clients is building trust with them. And so how I would recommend that you look to do this in the future, or as you proceed forward with your business is there's a better way that you can over deliver without failing to meet expectation. I was listening to a podcast or maybe it was a YouTube video from Alex Ramosi who said, if you can just meet expectations, like you're already like hundred percent there because most businesses don't even meet expectations. Like they don't even meet what's being said. And it's because so many people are just promising stuff and shit that nobody, that they can't deliver on. And they're just doing it to get the sale. And so first thing that I would recommend you do in order to stop and close this gap between over-delivering and under-delivering, right? Of over-promising and under-delivering. We've got to close that gap. We've got to close that gap of you're going to deliver value, but you're going to meet the expectation. And so first thing is there has to be a very, very clear outline of what is actually delivered in your product and have it be clear on the sales side of things and the fulfillment team and go, okay, salespeople, we cannot offer this and we do not do this. And we, we do not help people with this. So then that there's a clear direction for the sales team to go, okay, like I cannot offer these things to just try and get the sale because then we're going to end up getting people that aren't good fits. And so you need to have a baseline, like kind of like what we were talking about in our last solo episode, you have to have a baseline outline of what is what is it that we actually deliver? What is being offered and how can we meet those expectations? And that's been something that I've really been focused on in fulfillment is helping businesses meet these expectations is going, okay, well, we can set up these automate automations. We can set up these systems. We can set up these processes to make sure that all of these are met in a very efficient and easy way on the business. So then the clients are happy. And what that's done is it's created clients who are very loyal because if you can prove to them that you can get them a result and you can prove to them the first time that you can help them get a result, then the next time that they have a problem and you offer to solve that problem, they're going to come back and go, yeah, I mean, you helped me solve the first problem. So why wouldn't I continue to invest in you to solve the next problem? And it just compounds from there. And that what that's what really expands the lifetime value of a client is when you put so much focus on them the first time that they come to you, right? You help them get that result that builds their trust. And then you continue to put that focus on them, getting each and every result after that and helping them solve their problems that they just want to stay on with you, right? Like you almost will get to a point where you can't keep up with all of the offers that you have to offer them because they're like, okay, I'm ready for the next thing. I'm ready for the next thing. And you're like, well, we're still creating the next thing. Right. And so there, it snowballs quite quickly, but most people get stuck in that trap of going, okay, we're going to be this, 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 and this, and they don't deliver on half of them. And so then the clients are just mad and they're like, well, I was supposed to be given this. And it puts a huge burden on fulfillment coming in and going, well, we don't know how to deliver on this because it was never promised. And we never built out the systems for this. And so then there's all this discrepancy and like, okay, we don't know how to actually help these people. And we don't even know if we can actually deliver this result. <laughs> like we haven't tested it before. It's not something that the business normally does. And so at, you can start to see the problem that over deliver or over promise and under deliver has, if that's something that you constantly follow.
But I do believe that there is a way to over deliver the right way where you can give more. Because if you think about if I meet expectations, right, you're already doing 100%. Perfect. So what if I can give more than that? Like what if there's key moments within fulfillment and the delivery of working with somebody where I could add a little bit extra that was never mentioned before and completely blow their minds? And that is how you over deliver the right way is you give things and you have key moments that you've set up within your fulfillment system to over deliver. So your fulfillment team knows about it, right? You tell your sales team about it, right? So everybody's on the same page, but you never tell your clients about it. You never tell your clients about it until they get to that point in your program or with your product. And then you give them that thing and they go, oh my gosh, like, This was made like you sent this to me and it's so thoughtful, right? And you never said that you were going to give me this. And I just appreciate it so much. Um, I really understood this concept when a business that I had bought from, I think one time, and it was like two years ago, or it was like, had been two years since I had bought from this business. They sent me a hardcover book. Like I had bought in, I had bought in like one thing from them, right? A couple years ago. And then they had sent me a book and it was like, Hey, we were just like thinking of you. We're sending this book. And yes, they were promoting the book and they were in collaborations with the author and everything. But I rarely get like, this was a thick hardcover book that probably would have cost like 20 to 30 bucks on at um, on Amazon or at Barnes and Noble. And it was so thoughtful. And every single time I look at that book, I'm like, wow, that company sent that to me. And they didn't have to send that to me, but they did. And that meant a lot. And I really appreciate that. And that was just a small example of how you can intentionally over-deliver without over-promising. And so there's a very big difference between those things, because oftentimes if you overpromise but you don't have the systems, you're going to under deliver and people are going to be upset. So what you do is you over deliver, but you don't tell anybody that you're going to over deliver. You only focus on meeting expectations. Right. And that's what the, the salespeople sell. And that is very attractive. If you can come in and go, we will get you this result. This thing will happen. We have this guarantee. If you want to learn more about setting up a guarantee, we talked about that in the last episode, um, the last solo episode. But that is really attractive. And so making that as attractive as possible, making it real, making it something that actually happens, having all of the fulfillment and system set up to support that and then go, okay, we're going to craft specific things. So an example could be at the end of the onboarding process, we're going to send these people a welcome gift and it's going to be like, it could be customized to them. It could be like a pair of their favorite shoes. It could be something that they really, really like and that you've learned about them as they've joined your program. And you could send them that thing. Um, And, or you could do like a more generic thing, like a t-shirt or something that kind of represents your brand and represents your business and your company and who they're, they're looking to become, right? Got this little fly flying around me. So you, you can do that as well. That could be a, a, your first place where you go, Hey, thanks so much for getting in, right? We were thinking about you. We want to send this to you. And you go, wow, like, they sent this to me. They didn't have to. And it's very personalized. I think the more personalized that you can get, it may cost more. So you have to be careful on that and to make sure that you're not, um, you know, going over the budget of the business. But the more personalized that you can make it for them, the better it's going to be because you've listened to them. You've 
heard and, and figured out what they want and you've listened to who they are and then you get them something along those lines. And so that could be your first part. The next part could be, okay, after you hit this little win, right? Let's say you've got a win within your program. And so you're going to send them something specific. Um, an example uh, of this in a business that I work with is they on their group coaching calls, they ring a bell every single time somebody shares a win. And so everybody knows about this bell. And then what they do is that when somebody gets, um, when somebody makes their, gets their first client, which is a big result that they help people get in their program is they send them the bell and they send them this bell and they have it delivered to their house and everything. And so it's showing, it's reinforcing that and going, we didn't have to send you a bell, but we did. And we want to congratulate you because you're doing the work, things like that. Right. Um, and you can set up as many as you want within the program, but again, be careful to not set up too many, um, because you don't want to, um, have this, oh, we're, we're under over promising, but under delivering. And a, a great way to kind of protect yourself from that is to just not tell anybody about these. Don't tell anybody about these, but have your team, have it, have it planned out within the business, have it be something that is going to happen regardless, but they don't know about it. And so then it's this sense of we are giving value because you actually are giving value. You're just not telling them about it, which makes it special, right? It goes, wow, they thought about me. And it's not that it, you are thinking about them. You are going, yes, congrats on this thing, right? And it's celebrating those little moments. And I found when you can over deliver that way, instead of just promising all these things and then never actually meeting them, you now have expanded the lifetime value of your client and they now stay on with you for a very, very long time, as long as you have the structure to support it, right? If, if you don't have another option for people to continue on with you, or if you don't have another product, or if your product is not something that people would want to buy again and again and again, right? You've got to continue the, the journey, right? Think about it with college, right? Um, we know that going in as a freshman, we're going to continue all the way until senior year. They've built that roadmap into our minds going, well, if you want the diploma, you have to get this. And so you've got to think about, well, what is that overall roadmap? Like, what is that big roadmap? And so we can talk about ways that you can create that big roadmap in your, in your business, with your company and your products um, in the next solo episode. But it's really important to understand that with your current product, go back, look through it and go, all right, where are all of the, the places where I'm not meeting expectations. Like you've got to address those. You got to look those head on and you got to go, why aren't they being met? Do we need to take it out of the program? Like, is this something that I can actually fulfill on? No. Okay. We're going to take that out of the program. We're going to stop promising that. Okay. But these things we for sure know we can, this isn't being fulfilled on, but I know that we could fulfill on that. So we just have to build out the systems to fulfill on that. And then you get all of your expectations and your standard, your baseline product laid out. It's there. You've got all the systems to support it and you start meeting those expectations. And it's easy. Just give them what you said you were going to give them and make it happen. And so many businesses just don't do this because they, they promise so many things. Okay. So that's going to be your first step is you're going to look at the places where you are under delivering and over promising, and you're either going to take them out or you're going to figure out a way to deliver on them. And you're going to deliver on them ASAP, like get those, get them to those people. Now start putting it in your programs, making sure that you can deliver on those things, make sure that both sides, your sale team, your fulfillment team knows what's going on at all times. And then once that's solid, you've got that running and you're meeting expectations consistently, you can then look to set up points where you can spontaneously, it's going to seem spontaneous, right? Over deliver. 
and give the clients congrats or little wins or little celebrations or surprises for continuing to be with your company, whatever that looks like for you. Okay. So I hope that that was valuable. Next time we'll talk about how to craft a roadmap, um, where you can, uh, make sure the client stays on for the lifetime value of your, your program, um, instead of just losing them after the first sale. All right. Sounds good. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.